On the spiritual entrepreneurial journey, there's a few patterns that come up consistently, one of them being our relationship with money. So if you're following your heart, if you're giving your gifts to the world and you've caught your mind saying, oh my God, what if I don't make money? Or what do I charge? Or what if no one's going to listen? Now you can almost feel your energy, your life force, your spirit being sucked in to giving away your power, giving away your power to this scenario and this situation called money. But what if that was the very pattern? What if that was the very scenario and opportunity to take your power back, to take and reclaim part of your spirit so that you can go on this heart's journey, on this calling to follow what your soul is guiding you towards without the fear of going broke and without the judgments of what other people think. Well, what you're about to tune into is a live group coaching call that I did for the Serving Circle members after the weekly collaborative call. We dive into everything to do with your spiritual journey and your relationship with money. So what you're going to learn here is one, really how to overcome the fear of going broke. Two, how to take that heart's leap and how to really start to expand in your consciousness when you're making decisions. And three, how to uncover and heal the very wounds and the very patterns that are restricting the abundance from flowing in. So yes, it's here and in the Serving Circle where you help elevate consciousness of the planet through spiritual business success. So if you're a spiritual entrepreneur, remember to subscribe and I'll see you in the Serving Circle where you'll be able to grow your business by collaborating with your soul tribe. But until then, let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp. And if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. All right, so we've got, a lot of, we've got a lot of triggers here. We've got some things. One thing I'll say about triggers, one thing I'll say about these crazy things along the way, along the business journey that bring up all of the, all of the emotional intensity within us. And that is that people are generally left with a couple ways of dealing with it. One is we either have the emotional intensity and then we do what we can to avoid it, right, or resist it. One of the ways which that may be is to say, hey, I feel, I feel fear with spreading my message. I feel fear with, uh, with, with being rejected. And so what will we do? We'll put our pricing and our, uh, and our marketing out there so we can try to get sales in a way that's safe where we're not rejected. I can guarantee you a lot of people are placing their pricing from an unconscious pattern that says, how many people will say yes so I don't get rejected? Right? Who's felt that before? Plenty of people, right? It's, 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 a, it's a common theme to have, a, to have an emotion that we're trying to avoid and so we're trying to build our business, get our marketing right, have our uh, messaging, have our pricing in a point where we're like, I just don't want to feel this thing. And then we build our business with the energy of not 
trying to see that side of us. Another way in which we can see this is when we have a trigger, when we have some emotional intensity come up, instead of trying to avoid it, we'll try to face it and get rid of it. And we'll say, as long as, I'm, as, long as I fix, as long as I get rid of, as long as I battle this trigger, then my life will be better. Has anyone ever caught themselves in that pattern? Two hands up for Kevin. Good man, good level of awareness. Well, that's the one thing that I really want to have, uh, have us really think about is the relationship we have with our triggers. The relationship we have. Are we trying to avoid the triggers or are we trying to fix them? Because that will reflect in how you build your business. That will reflect how you build in the marketing, right? That will affect the way in which people feel your energy when it comes to how you present yourself online. Can you feel when someone reaches out to you, can you feel intuitively when someone needs the sale in order to feel a certain way? They need the sale. They need they need the income, they need the recognition so that they can feel safe, they can feel seen, they can feel enough, they can feel valued or loved. Well, that's what people feel when you put out your message if you're avoiding this emotion, if you're avoiding this trigger. So one thing we can do is look and say, how is this trigger meant to be there? What's the purpose? Another way of asking this, if my soul guided me to this situation to feel this very thing, why would that be? So what if we had our spiritual, soulful journey and everything we experienced and everything we felt was for purpose? And it was for the purpose so that we can evolve, we can grow, we can shift, we can learn so that we can give what we're meant to give so that we can contribute in the way that we're meant to contribute. One way in which we can look at this is to say, my triggers are neutral. Every pattern that exists within me is neutral. But if there's some emotional intensity there, that emotional intensity may be there to say, there's something there for me to reclaim. There's a part of my soul, there's a part of my spirit, there's something there for me to reclaim so that I can take my power back. So let's think of it this way. Think about the trigger, think about the emotional intensity in business and ask yourself the question, how could this lead me to taking more, taking my power back in a bigger way? So for example, if you have a trigger around sales, asking for money, being rejected, how is the fear, the emotional intensity of fear of, of trying to avoid being rejected allowing you to take more of your power back? Because you can feel in business, if you're trying to avoid failure, can you feel part of your energy, your life force, your spirit being leaked out, being driven into a scenario that you don't want to feel? Now, while your life force, your chi, your prana, your spirit, whatever you want to call it, while that's being while that's being pulled more and more into this scenario that you're trying to avoid and this fear you're trying to avoid, 
what do you think that'll do to your own intuition or creativity or energy in this present moment to heal or to um, or to create an impact with someone however if you have the fear it can guide you to say how is this helping me take back my power if I'm giving away my power here what if I heal the side of me that fears that circumstance what if I he- what if I'm there for that inner side of me that fears being rejected that fears going broke that fears abandonment that fears shame that fears injustice and what we start to notice is that our life our soul will always guide us to experience those things I, I've coached hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of business owners in the last seven years and working deeply one-on-one with people and it'll always come up to these things all the challenges in business will come down to at some level this person needs to experience and heal the patterns of of rejection of abandonment right some form of isolation feeling isolated um, some form of uh, some form of injustice at some level some shame through the judgments there's just these common fears that always come up these common patterns that always come up and what I realize is that our souls are guiding us to experience these experience these emotions experience all of this so that we can take back our power in those scenarios in those circumstances because if we go on the business journey imagine going on the business journey with your marketing your messaging with being in a in a space of um being in a space of service and you feel just as enough just as safe just as loved just as divine just as guided whether you go broke whether you get rejected whether you're judged right no matter what happens do you think that resourcefulness creativity love playfulness will flow through your business So one question you can ask yourself is to to have a look at this fear, have a look at this trigger and see what side of you needs to be seen. What side of you needs to be seen, healed, needs to have that attention and awareness? Is it the side of you that can go broke, the side of you that can fail, the side of you that can be judged? What may that be? Question number two, what will you feel? What emotion will come up to you for you? What emotion comes up that you know you need to feel and experience? Because as you feel and experience everything and you hold a loving safe space for it, your soul starts to expand. Your soul expands through contrast. Your soul expands through experience. As you start to go through this 3D world and go through this illusion, to then starting to recognize oh, who and what I am is not that illusion who and what I am is so much more 
than that 3D thing. Can we all feel the energy or the empowerment that you will feel when you take back your power, when you take back your energy, your spirit and life force from this scenario and say, who and what I am is so much more than this outcome? Who and what I am is so much more than this circumstance, this result? Here's the key. Your experience, your soul's essence, your soul's journey is determined by the decision in which you make when faced with that trigger, faced with that fear. So who here has an example? Who here has an example of something they want to share or something that may have come up for them? May have been a fear, a trigger, something they need to see internally. Let's get some things going. I can't really see everyone on the screen, so I apologize if I miss you. But feel free if you, to raise your hand or unmute yourself if you want to share a particular trigger, a fear, a, a thing that you know you need to see. Who wants to volunteer? Dawn, go for it. Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll just say if I if I go broke. I mean, my parents asked me two weeks ago, Dawn, you haven't made money in two and a half years. When are you going to give this up? Mm-hmm. Like okay, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. Who here also has the fear of going broke? It's quite common, especially on the entrepreneurial journey and especially in the spiritual entrepreneurial journey. It seems like as we follow our heart's calling and we have this spiritual path, the relationship with money always comes up. The relationship with money that says, oh my God, am I going to give away my power here? Am I going to stick to my truth? Am I going to stick to my path and develop a muscle of endurance? Or am I going to sell my soul and say, Am I going to do something that brings up uh, that brings up safety for me, but I also sell my soul? For anyone who stu- studies Carolyn Mace and and her arch- archetypes that she talks about, this is the archetype of the prostitute, right? The side of us that will give away our power, give away our soul for safety in this world, and that's what we're always faced with. We are faced with that sort of dilemma. And that sort of dynamic. So, Dawn, what type of what 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 do you fear specifically about going broke? Is it that they will judge you? You won't be able to live and survive. What is the, what is the fear that resonates there? Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a combination of things. Uh, since I got divorced, I'm responsible now for my own welfare and the welfare of my children, and I've never been the breadwinner. And I haven't figured it out. Okay, and so I feel like maybe I'll never figure it out. Maybe I'll just, uh, you know, I mean, I love my flight attendant job. I've had it for a long time. But and I know I, I impact a few people when I come to this job. But I know I have I have the potential to have greater impact in the world if I transition to this other coaching thing. Or I think that I do. And then I question myself, well, is it just my ego speaking? You know, do I just think that I am so great and sexy? <laughs> like Nick <Andy> said. 
you know, is this just all in my head or am I really following my heart? And, and just that, that sense of endurance, that sense of resilience, um, like, like Dan was talking about at the beginning saying, you know, show me, like, I'm testing you. Do you really want to do this? Is this really your mission and purpose? Are you really following your calling? I mean, it's all of those things in one big bundle. Great. Awesome. So a couple of things here. I know, uh, Lindsay, you also have your hand raised. So we'll get to you in a second as well. But this is a really important question for everyone. When you have the question of following your heart, following your highest excitement, following what I call is in your expansion. When you follow what's in your expansion, you're following a, a, a decision and an action that feels exciting to your heart, but often scary to your mind. We all know what this feels like. We all know the energy I'm talking about. It's also the energy of, holy shit, what the hell's on the other side? It's, it's, and once again, these are sort of the spiritual lessons we're always guided towards on the entrepreneurial journey. It's following your heart and your heart will never guide you to what's known because your heart's guiding you to what's expansive because it's where you grow. Your heart's saying, hey, we're, we're willing to have you follow a journey where all your expectations break down, everything you're attached to breaks down, everything that your everything that your uh, mind sees as safe is just falls apart, so that you can experience who and what you really are. That's the entrepreneurial journey. That's really the soulful journey in another nutshell. But if you're in business. You're allowing that to accelerate. That's why I love business as a tool for your spiritual evolution. It's literally just saying, hey, let's face all my deeper fears and let's go in and say, if, if all those fears are to happen, if all these illusions of my mind are to come about, what healing needs to happen in here? If I go broke, if I end up alone, if... You know, I get rejected if this person hates me. Whatever the biggest fear is, you're faced with that and your spirit, your soul is guiding you to say, who and what are you? Who and what are you and what, what can you bring to this world once you heal this trauma or this wound or this pattern? And that's what flows through your business. That's what takes your business to the next level in a way that's not what your mindset. So your heart says, take this leap. And your mind says, I can't do that. That's too scary. I don't know what's on the other side. So let me try to make, let me try to make that leap, but do it in a safe way. Who's, who's ever been in a situation where your heart's guided you to do something? He said, I'll do that when I'm ready. I'll do that when I have the money, when I have the time, when I have the resources, when I have the connections, I'll take that leap. And your heart's very compassionate, but very also demanding. Your heart is very, very demanding in the fact that it will say, take your leap, trust, trust that you're guided, love unconditionally, right? And it will keep giving you the same lesson until you listen. And keep giving you the same lesson. But it's, it's taking the leap and trusting, really trusting from a place of uncertainty to the mind where all the gifts are. 
Because if you knew all of the steps, you wouldn't grow and evolve past your pattern, right? It's in taking the leap where you take an action past your limited pattern, past your limited story. It's unknown for a reason. So when someone tries to say, okay, let's take my heart's leap, but let's do it from a place of safety. What my mind says is, you're trying to do it from a place that, that is, uh, that's, where you get the result so you can become someone who you think you need to become, but you try to get the result because you're attached to it. It's no longer about who you're becoming. It's about, I need that result to feel a certain way. I need that result so that I can, you know, feel enough and feel loved and feel safe. It's not about the journey anymore. Lindsay, you have your hand up. That was a lot. Thank you, though. Um, I was just thinking about a bunch of stuff. So anyways, I, I feel like I wanted to share this because I feel like a lot of people might be feeling this right now. Um, I feel like over the last two years, I have been in my own spiritual journey bubble where I've literally been at home, isolated, working on myself, working on my personal growth. And I have gotten rid of a lot of like the fears and the anxiety and the unknown. And I've been following my heart and following my heart and following my heart. And I've been putting it out there and I haven't gotten anywhere with it yet. Like Donna is saying, she's been doing her business for two years and she hasn't monetized. I've been doing mine for a year and I haven't monetized. And I feel like I'm kind of stuck in being a little bit heartbroken that I have this light and I want to like shine it on everybody, but people are not responding. And then there's like the, the 3D world over here. And then there's like my kind of like version of myself over here where I don't really feel like I fit in with the 3D world very much anymore, but I'm not like completely in the 5D world. So I'm like trying to immerse kind of the two together. Like, do I keep following my heart path a hundred percent and just trusting and trusting that things will in the 3D world, like money and things that you actually need in the 3D world to survive will come to me because I'm, I'm putting it all out there and I'm trusting in it. Or do I kind of like, get a job, but keep doing my heart path and then see where that kind of takes me. And it's, it's not really a fear. It's more like a lost kind of confusion of, I don't, I know I need to follow my heart path. I know I'm going to follow my heart path. It's just kind of like, should I go in a hundred percent and just trust, or should I have a little bit of like, okay, you need to get some practical stuff in here because over the last couple of years, I haven't had to worry about money. The government's been paying for my stuff. <laughs> and so like I've been building my business and putting 100% into it and giving all I have while being supported and not having to worry about money. And so that those fears of money were never there until September when my benefits ended. And now it's like, Okay, my account is at 
this much and then this much and you just kind of keep looking at it like dwindling down and yet nothing is coming in and so there's definitely that fear of of money but it's more like am i on the right path am i gonna reach the right people in the time that i need to before my money runs out gotcha great question because it's something we can all relate to now when my question would be what is your if you were to ask your heart what feels the most expansive meaning what feels the most scary to your mind but exciting to your heart and soul what do you think what do you think intuitively what does that feel like and what does that look like I don't know anymore because it's like I've been putting everything that I have into reaching my audience and I'm not reaching them and so it's like my heart calls me to do this like I'm super passionate about it but I almost am like are they ready right now are they ready for my message right now or do I have to wait if if they're not if they're not ready what will you feel if you put out your message and no one listens or you put out a message and pour your heart and sweat and tears into all of this message and you, it's and it's it takes all your time and then no one listens and no one buys what is what is the emotion that comes up for you instantly i'm heartbroken but it's not for me it's for them I've gotten rid of like the personal rejection and like, I know it's not about me personally. I know it's not about like me at all. I I've gotten rid of all those emotions, but I'm heartbroken for them because I see so much pain and suffering and I see how I can help people and they're not wanting to help themselves. And that kind of breaks my heart. Okay, great. So the, the, um, the understanding here is to give yourself permission to feel heartbroken. If you give yourself permission to feel heartbroken, give yourself permission to feel whatever is coming up right now, you will hold a loving, safe space for the side of you who feels that for them. And one reminder, if we go back to, our, to, go back to some spiritual truths is, What's in the one is in the whole. And what's in the whole is in the one, right? So we always have to remind ourselves, everything we see out there is in here. And everything that we experience in here is out there. This is all an inner game. And so there's a side of you, there's a side of you, Lindsay, and you can, you can tell us if this is true or not, if you can feel it. There's a side of you who believes that they sh- that if they if they're in pain and if they're if they're feeling this and they have the help available, but they're not wanting to, they're not willing to receive it. That it shouldn't be like that, and that's what leads to the heartbreak. The heartbreak is the belief that says. They should be getting the help they need so that they could stop, stop their suffering. Can you, can, you feel that? can you feel that in yourself? 
Yeah, because I was that for so many years. I cured myself of an incurable disease that I had for 20 years. And it's like, I feel like I found this holy grail type of thing. And I just want to like share it with everyone. Like you don't have to be in pain. You can heal yourself. You can, you can like do it because I did it. I didn't have the help of anyone. I didn't have the help of doctors. I didn't have the help of naturopaths. I didn't have the help of energy healers. I didn't have anybody's help and I healed myself. And I think that's freaking incredible. And I just want everybody to know that they can do that because if they did, it would literally change the world. Like it would change the world. And so that's why I'm like, I have so much heartache for what's going on in the world right now. And I feel like I have a solution and yet nobody wants it. Great. So how do I, how do I just keep going? when nobody wants it okay great Who, who's resonating at some level i see some people in the chat this is a big piece when we feel called to create a difference especially with people here's here's uh here's where we can go with this if you were to take a breath right now and just breathe in and this is open for everyone if you were to breathe right now and give yourself permission to feel heartbroken, give yourself permission to feel the heartbreak, give yourself permission to feel whatever that inner, that inner child feels. That inner child feels heartbreak, feels the compassion for other people, feels the sadness that they're suffering. And just for a moment, would you be able to explain to us just physically in your body what it is you feel? Where is it you feel it? Is it your shoulders, your chest, your stomach, your legs? Where is it you feel it? In my chest. Okay, Super great. So if you, were to, if you were to breathe it in fully and welcome it in fully and, and feel it in your chest, would you be able to describe to us what it is you feel? Is it your, is it, does it feel heavy? Does it feel empty? Does it feel jagged does it feel hot what is it what is it you feel physically it's like my chest literally hurts it's like my heart is like yeah it's like my heart's breaking okay great here's here's what we can do so take a deep breath just continue to breathe deep and hold a space for this emotion welcome it in because as you do so, what you'll be doing is allowing your heart to break. What you're really doing is allowing the story to fall apart. Allow the story that's, that's happening here, allow, the, the, allow the, uh, the pattern to fall apart. A lot of people have their lives and they're trying to keep their life alive. They're trying to keep their life okay and just enough and, and keeping things in control. I'm all for allowing it to fall apart. Allow your life to fall apart. What you'll be allowing to happen is you'll be allowing the small story to fade away. 
So Lindsay, just continue to breathe and feel, give yourself permission to feel heartbroken. Give yourself permission to allow the energy to move and whatever it needs to do. And I'll, I'll explain what is what I do in my meditation. And as many of you know, I meditate about two hours a day in silence. And one of the things that I ask for uh, in, my, in my guided meditations or even if I'm just doing a mantra, what I ask for is I say, I welcome chaos in all areas. Because many of us have, hey, spirit, God, the universe, help this situation. But sometimes for the divine to flow through, it need, your patterns need to break away. But most people say, hey, I'm here to welcome this. But God, don't touch my money. Or don't touch my relationships. Don't tell me to leave this job. Don't tell me, don't, don't touch my health. One thing I ask for, I'm like, I ask for chaos in all areas. I'm like, break me apart. Show me who and what I really am, regardless of the consequences. And allow any area of my life to break away and to fade away. And I trust that no matter what happens, it's needed. And it's, it's, it's meant to be so that I can evolve into the version of me who's, who's capable of serving at that level. So Lindsay, as you feel this fully and as you welcome in the emotions, as you welcome in the heartbreak, what you can do is, is intensify that a little bit. The, the physical sensations that you're feeling in your chest, even intensify it a little bit so you can really be there for it and describe it in detail for us. So what else do you feel? Is the energy moving, pulsating? Is it, does it continue to feel like it's breaking does it continue to feel like it's intensifying what is it that you can pay attention to it feels like throbbing and pretty intense but also i just i feel like unsafe great i feel like i'm like hooked on like i have to take care of myself there's nobody to take care of me and so the money is my safety. Yes. I have let myself break apart. I've been broke before. I've been to the point where I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent and done some stupid shit to pay my rent. I've been to the point where I've had a chronic disease for 20 years and overcome that. I've, I've gone through all of this stuff and I know that things work out, but I'm at a point in my life right now where I'm healthy I haven't been broke, I am happy, and I feel safe. And so I don't want to feel unsafe anymore. And so I'm like, I need that money to feel safe. Okay, great. So here's the lesson. Here's the deep lesson that we're all learning. If money is your safety, think about this. If, if you have this inner belief that says money's my safety and I need money to feel safe, Here's the question to everyone. Even if you achieve it and you achieve a lot of it, will you actually feel safe? It's only the pattern that will feel safe. But deep down, you'll live in fear you're going to lose it because you're still your, your energy is still attached to something outside of you. And one thing to describe what's happening here in the spiritual, in the, in the spiritual journey and everything that's happening within you as you start to heal these patterns is you're taking is what's more and more of your power is going from out there to in here. That's all that it is. More and more of your power is going from going out there to in here. 
So Lindsay has this relationship with money that says money's my safety, right? And so whatever comes up is meant to come up. Whatever's coming up is ready to be seen. So you've been doing some deep inner work and you can imagine it this way. It's coming up. The, 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 the beautiful pattern of being attached to money or attached to um, safety and, and certainty is coming up because it's leaving. It's coming up because it's ready to be seen so it can be healed. That was already in you, right? That was in you and at some level that was pushed down. But because you're ready, because you're evolving, because you're growing, it's now ready to come to the surface to be seen so it can be healed. And that's what you may feel when, it, when you think about, if I don't have money, I won't be okay. On the other side of that is, when, my, when I heal this, I can feel safe and I can feel enough and I can feel loved and I can feel just as, just as divine no matter how much money I have in my bank account. Right? It's not even so much about feeling that. It's like the, in the real world, we have to have that in order to survive, right? So like, it's like I don't feel that fear of losing money because like I said, I have been broke before and things. I've always made it work somehow, but it's like, I live in this apartment by myself. I have all these bills and they need to get paid. Yes. So it's like, if I don't have money, I'm going to lose my apartment. I'm going to lose my car. I'm going to lose like all these things that like don't necessarily make me happy, but allow me like freedom and allow me to live how I want to live. Okay, great. So welcome that in. So whatever you whatever you are fearing here, once again, take a deep breath and feel in. Now welcome everyone to do this. Feel in and see whatever's coming up for you. Whatever's coming up is ready to be seen. So whether it may be heartbreak, whether you may need to give yourself permission to feel uncertain, whether you may give yourself permission to feel scared, you may need to give yourself permission to feel uh, confused. Now, while you breathe, Lindsay, and while you, while you hold space for this, I'll remind you, if you can describe this to me, if you can notice it in your body, that means you are not this emotion. You are not the physical sensation. You are not the pattern. You're the observer of it. You're the space that's holding it. So Lindsay, let's do this for a little bit. If you were to just feel into your body, feel into your chest, feel into your stomach, feel into whatever you, you notice physically in your body and give yourself permission to feel the heartbreak, give yourself permission to feel fear, give yourself permission to feel uncertainty. Just physically, what are the vibrations and sensations you notice in your body? Is it still in your chest or is it, does it move? Paul say, what, do you, what can you just describe to us physically? Yeah, it's just, it's mostly in my upper body and that's where I usually carry all my tension is like in my neck, in my upper back, in my, my chest is very recently. This has just become a thing. I've noticed that my chest has been really tight lately. Okay. I was like, maybe it's working out, but I think it's emotional stuff. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's usually at my tensions, like all my upper body. Okay, cool. So if you were to just breathe and relax for a moment, relax your body and notice that tension, 
and give yourself permission to feel tight in your chest. I want you to notice what happens when you give yourself permission to feel it and you welcome it in fully. And I want you to imagine this inner child. So if you put your hand on your chest, for example, and you imagine just this inner child who's scared. And this this inner child who believes my physical safety is the number one priority or the side of you who believes that if I run out of money, I'm not going to be enough or I need to pay bills and make money in this world so that I can feel loved or I can feel seen. Whatever that story may be, whatever this five-year-old internal inner child learned, I want you to just imagine that child right now and start to feel into what they're feeling, whatever emotion comes up for them. If you did lose your possessions and your property and you didn't know what to do next, notice what this inner five-year-old believes, this inner child believes. Notice what this, this fear may be and what you would feel in your body. And as you do that, become the space for it Send it love, hold a loving safe space for whatever you feel. And I want you to also pay attention to the safety that's there. There's a level of safety that's there that goes beyond this pattern. Because as I was explaining, this inner child is coming to your conscious awareness because at some level it feels safe. It feels safe to be seen, right? So I'll give you guys the analogy of the five-year-old in the park. If a five-year-old and someone else's five-year-old comes up to you in the park and let's say they're scared because they don't know where their parents are, imagine what would happen if that five-year-old's scared and you say, go away, five-year-old, go away until you feel better. Or it's wrong you're feeling this way and you need to be fixed. Now, none of us would do that. But that's often what we do to our internal five-year-olds and our internal emotional patterns when they come to the surface. Instead of observing and holding a loving, safe space for the five-year-olds, we often try to push it away, try to avoid or resist. But it's important to recognize that that five-year-old came to you because they felt an energy of safety. They felt safe to come to you. And this is exactly what's happening here, Lindsay. When you have this energy of uncertainty, or doubt or confusion or heartbreak, it's literally these patterns coming to your conscious awareness because there's a level of safety that's bigger than the pattern. So if you were to feel this for a moment and feel the safety, feel the love, feel the heartbreak, feel the confusion, and you were to just be in a space of that, can you notice how you become the energy in which you're operating from, the the space in which you're becoming is so much bigger than the pattern. Can you feel that? Mm -hmm. So what is it that you feel in your body as you hold space for all of it? Yes. Letting go. Like... I've been working really hard on my money story because of how I was raised because of not feeling safe, not having money, 
when I grew up, we were really poor. And then we had money. And then my mom was controlled by her husband with money. And so I have a lot of triggers around money and I've been working really hard on those. And for the most part, I feel like I'm, I'm like completely not attached to money the way that I used to be, but there's still the, like, no one's going, there's that unsafe because no one's going to take care of you and be like, you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've been taking care of myself since I was 18 and I've gone through hell and back moving to a city where I didn't know anyone sleeping on people's couches, not having a place to stay like all these things. And now I'm like living in my first place on my own, paying for everything, living where I want to live, all these things. And so I don't want to lose that. Okay. And so it's definitely like you need to just trust and let go and surrender to that it's coming up because it's going to be okay so notice the difference there notice the difference between where you will be operating from is an energy of i need to make this thing happen in the 3d world so i can feel safe right or I need to operate in this place, I need to operate in this 3D world and have these certain things so I can feel enough and I can feel certain. Compared to the divine trust that you have. And this is the way I see it. If we're attached to an outcome, it's always our soul's guidance to make sure that we don't achieve it if we're at that level of consciousness. If we're at a level of consciousness where we're wanting to expand, we're wanting to grow, it's never in our expansion to achieve what we're attached to. Once again, that's like giving ice cream to the the three-year-old. Three-year-old wants ice cream every meal. Saying, I want this and I want that and I want this amount of money and I want this amount of Instagram followers and I want this amount of relationship that's going to allow me to feel enough. And your soul says, hey, there's something deeper here to learn and there's there's a, a richness of life that goes beyond ice cream and so sometimes our soul's guiding us to say hey you're not ready to receive this ice cream because there's some things to work through internally that when it's worked through you're going to allow the abundance of ice cream to come into your life because you don't need it because you don't need it to feel safe, enough, loved. Therefore, you take back your power and say, hey, my enoughness flows through me. It's not something that I receive from out there because it, the, the world matches the way my mind thinks it should be. It's it flows through me because it's who and what I am. So we can see this unfold in, in you, Lindsay. We can see this unfold while you're attached to certain outcomes and and um, and you know the money and the and the physical things, what's what's happening is your soul is elevating to say, hey, you're so much more than that. And while you elevate, you need to release what's no longer serving you, which is also this money story that says money's my safety. Can you feel that happening? Yeah, I feel like I'm almost there. I feel like I've gotten a lot of. A lot of inner stuff done over the last two years but there's just like a little bit of 
of resistance there. Yeah, great. So feel the resistance. And I'll remind you that healing happens in spirals and cycles. You can anticipate this coming up again. Yeah. It'll come up again and it'll come up in the form of circumstances, events, people, right? You may welcome in $20,000 and then lose 30000 or whatever. Like the, the, the soul's journey, like we were saying before, is to say, hey, do you want to live this way? And do you mean it? Do you really want to live this way? Do you really want to go on the spiritual journey? Because it's one in which the 3D model of the world needs to break down. Your attachment to the external world needs to break down. Do you actually want to go on that journey? And you say, yes, yes, high self, yes, soul, yes, God, let's make it happen. Says, so okay, cool. And then this thing happens in your business or in your life or in your relationships or in your health. And you're like, whew, let's sit with that. Let's feel it. Let's start to hold a loving safe space for all those patterns, all that, all that space, so that what is my small story is starting to fade away. It's starting to break away. It's literally the ego death time and time and time again. So giving yourself space, giving yourself time, giving yourself presence and love unconditionally to be able to say whatever comes up, I'm willing to feel it fully. And as I feel it fully, I'm going to send it love. That's all it needs. To summarize all of this, everything that comes up just needs to be seen. All emotions, beliefs, thoughts just need to be seen. The more they're seen, you feel it physically uncomfortably in your body and you allow it to be there. You're like, whoa, this feels uncomfortable. But you breathe with it. You hold a loving, safe space for it. And as it's seen, it starts to fade away. It starts to die. It happens in its own timing. It's not up to you to do anything with it or it's not up to you to to move it on or shift it or transcend it. It's up to you to just sit and hold a loving, safe space for it. And as you do that, it will it will heal in its own time. Your body and the divine knows exactly what needs to happen for your inner healing. But then you'll be able to move from a place where your safety flows from within. Your worthiness and your love flows from within. And that's a deeper level of life that goes beyond ice cream. It's a deeper relationship with life that says, who and what I am is not this outcome. Who and what I am is not the amount of Instagram followers. It's not the amount of money I have. It's not the way they, these people see me. It's a divine essence of life that's so much more, it's so much more rich. Absolutely. So what is it now? Never over. (laughs) Hmm? The healing journey is never over. Never over. It's never over. No, nor do you want it to be. (laughs) This is the beauty of life. It's the beauty of life. So what is it you're feeling now? What is it you're holding space for? What do you feel in your body? What do you notice? I'm just grateful um, for your time and your coaching because it's really reminded me of a lot of things that I've been really, it's like validation of all the things that I've been trying to really work on, but like been kind of struggling with it at the same time. So I'm just super grateful and I really hope that other people got value from this so thank you so much definitely we appreciate your courage your your vulnerability and openness um 
you know, even just sitting in after this and just having some deep breaths and holding space for yourself for as long as it needs is, is going to provide a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of insight. So I'm, I'm happy to, if you want to shoot me a message later on, seeing how you're feeling. And if you have any questions, I'm happy to be there for you. But we all thank you for your, your presence and your courage and your openness. It's, uh, this will help a lot of people. And it's, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely helping us uh, look inside ourselves and see the similar patterns. So who here has been able to benefit at some level because of that? You're helping a lot of people here. I'm, I'm reading the messages and I'm just, thank you so much, everyone. I can't respond to all of you, but you're all beautiful souls. And I really appreciate all the love and all the just, yeah, pouring of support that y'all are giving me during this time because it's not easy to be that vulnerable in front of people, but I knew it was necessary. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. We're here to help. Um, like I said, always see if you have any questions or if you uh, want to let me know later on how you're going. This is what this group's for. This group's for something that's a lot deeper than business. Like I said, the business journey is a journey that allows us to grow spiritually. And so thank each and every one of you for being courageous enough to be on this journey with us. We'll wrap it up here. Um, but once again, thanks, Lindsay, and thanks for everyone for being here. I'll see you guys uh, in the serving circle. Let me know if you have any other questions that come up, but I deeply appreciate the support for the group and what you're here to give. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.